0: So this is an account I use to make podcasts after each of my classes that have a quick recap. But today it's a collection of recent good feels from your cousin Brooke. Today, January 26th, 2023, the day Frankie gets returned to Kush. Okay, here's story number one. Three of these stories relate to the Austin Half Marathon, which I ran this past weekend with my friends, Gina Witt, who you may remember, and Kim Zustiak, who you probably don't. She was a friend of mine at Southeast when we were in undergrad, she was a year younger than me. And now she lives in St. Louis and she also is a speech and theater teacher. And so she and Bob do competitions together and um, we've just really stayed in touch. And Gina and Kim and I started running together. Oh gosh, it's almost 10 years ago now. We did the Chicago Marathon together. We were both, uh, all three of us had little kids and we'd gotten into running. And so we just kind of reconnected that way. And we've done several races together. We did the Chicago Marathon, the St. Louis uh, Rock and Roll the Cincinnati Flying Pig, uh, the Detroit International, and we'd registered for this Austin half marathon. Um, And it was the one we registered for, we registered for in the midst of COVID, hoping for a better day, uh, January 21. And of course, it got canceled um, because we didn't have vaccines quite yet. And then for 2022, January, 2022, we deferred because Omicron was surging. None of us had had COVID yet. It seemed risky. So we didn't go. Here we are, 23. Uh, now all three of us have had COVID. Um, I had just had my thyroid removed um in between those times Gina had a really strange kind of heart attack where even though she's like an incredibly fit tiny sicilian a uh, little piece of uh the lining of one of her arteries um flapped over so it wasn't cholesterol it was her own um vessel lining and and she had a little heart attack but she's all recovered and um Kim had covid a second time <laughs> the week before we were going to leave and Most, um, I guess, hanging over us was the fact that uh, Kim's and my friend, Diana Mays Nielsen, who we had gone to school with and who was also a speech and theater teacher and had been battling um, a real strange form of cancer for the last year and a half, um, passed away um, at the age of 49. And um, Kim and Diana were very best friends. Um, Diana was a good friend of mine, um, but I didn't see her uh, that much. Um, she lived in the St. Louis area. The cancer had um, affected her so that she'd lost her hearing. <clears throat> and so the last time I saw her, she was using her phone uh, to to translate um, into a transcript. Um, so in short, we decided what the hell? Let's go to Austin. Um, let's do this thing. Um, it's going to look different for all of us, but, but we're going to do it. Um, something that happened when we got there was we felt sort of like Diana was letting us know we'd made the right choice. Um, Diana loved flamingos and Kim and I had, um, headbands that had flamingos on them that we were gonna wear, but we kept seeing flamingo murals and flamingo printed fabric everywhere. <clears throat> Diana's oldest daughter, Amberlaine, um, had as her contact in her phone for her mom, Oh Captain, My Captain. And when we went to Voodoo Donuts in Austin, there was a donut called Oh Captain, My Captain that had Cap'n Crunch cereal on the top. And when we went into the Museum of the Weird in Austin, there was a huge recreation of Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors, which was the last play um, or the last musical Diana directed. Um, So it just just seemed um, like a little reminder that, you know, sometimes it doesn't seem practical, but you just got to seize the day. All right. So that is a story from before the half marathon. Here's a story from during the half marathon. So Gina, Kim and I all, you know, started off hugging each other and and saying, you know, all of our good pre-race stuff in, in the same spot in the corral. And then when it got close to the start time, Gina went up towards the front because she's very speedy. I was in the middle because I knew I, I'm never very speedy, but I especially wasn't going to be Uh, that day. And then Kim went even farther back because after recovering from COVID, she was planning to walk most of it. So, you know, we, we get going, we're, we're running through Austin. And you know, when you're in a race like that, you kind of have a person that you're keeping in your sights and sometimes they're a little ahead of you. Sometimes you're kind of next to each other. Sometimes you get ahead of them and then here they are again, you know, you're just running about the same pace. For me, it was a gal in a pink hat who had a a blonde ponytail sticking out through the back. I just kind of kept seeing her. And then around mile seven, she got up to me and she said, Oh, there you are. Thought I lost you. (laughs) And I said, Hey, pink hat. I was wondering. And so uh she she told me that I was Purple Shirt. Um, so we had both identified each other. Um, and so she said, Well, what's your real name? And I told her, you know, that I was Brooke and she was Alexis. And um, I mentioned that, you know, she said, I'm just trying to um, do the best I can just slow and steady. You'll finish this race. I said, same here. I had my thyroid out, um, one month ago. And she's like, Oh my gosh. She goes, well, this is my first big race since I shattered my pelvis two years ago. So uh, we were just had this kind of like, well, look at us sort of moment. Um, and we just kind of kept, you know, sometimes we'd be together. Sometimes she'd be ahead. Sometimes I'd be ahead. Um, Right towards the end, she, you know, was picking it up and I just didn't have the extra gas in the tank, but she kept looking back at me as she headed towards the finish line. And I kind of gestured like, go ahead, go ahead. Um, But I finished probably about 20 seconds, 30 seconds behind her. And she was waiting for me at the finish line. And we gave each other a high five and we hugged. And I don't know if I'll ever see Alexis, AKA pink hat again, but it was just this wonderful moment that can happen in the running community. Um, you just never know why people are running, what's going on in their life. Um, but in those moments, you just make some really cool connections. Okay, the third story is from after the race. So, my dad's brother Gil, who you know passed away when I was three. Um, he has two daughters, Dana and Heather and, uh, Dana still lives in Austin and she and I reconnected a little bit around the time I got married. And when we were having kids, she has one daughter, Madison, who's a year older than Avery. Um, but you know, we just kind of send each other Christmas cards occasionally, you know, like each other stuff on Facebook, you know, vacation pictures and things, um, and last year, when I thought I was going to be going to the half marathon, I had sent her a message and we had talked about getting together. And because everything had been so iffy, I thought, when the plane lands, I will send her a message and see if we can get together. And so I did, sitting there on my Southwest flight uh, at the Austin airport. I, As soon as I came off airplane mode, I sent her a message and we decided we would meet up for lunch, uh, the Monday, the day after the race. And then she would take me to the airport because Kim and Gina and I were all on different flights back. So I was thinking about it and I thought, gosh, when was the last time I saw Dana? I think it was at dad's funeral. And then I realized what day I'm going to see Dana, January 23rd the anniversary of dad passing away. Um, He's been gone um, 13 years. So I just sort of felt like, wow, (laughs) that seems possibly coordinated (laughs) in some way. Um, But she came and picked me up from the hotel and we, we caught up and in the midst of it, she said, how long has your dad been gone? And so I said, well, 13 years today. And so similarly, she was like, oh, you know, and so we were talking about whether or not her dad and my dad and Grandma Irene were were getting all those things worked out up there. Um, But I could tell as we talked, you know, Dana has really been very successful. She's in a different, Financial strata than I am. You know, she went into sales. Her husband's in sales. Her daughter's going to be in sales. Um, you know, she's she's doing very well. Uh, and. Uh, being where, you know, hanging out with other people who are doing very well, I don't think we're probably on the same page on some things politically. Um, I know she believes in science because she sells medical devices and she got all of her immunizations. She got all of her COVID vaccines. Um, And I know she believes in education. It was very important for her uh, that Madison go to college. So we're, you know, we're the same there. Um, but at the restaurant, there was a, a bathroom, you know, there were four bathrooms that were each just single stalls that had a woman and a man symbol on the outside. And as we were walking back to the car after lunch, she, you know, kind of commented on, well, you can tell it's Austin because they had a man and a woman both on the outside of the, um, of the bathroom. And I said, oh, I just thought that minute was like my bathroom at home. Both boys and girls can use it. And she laughed. And so I just thought, you know, we might be on, on different pages, but we, we can get along. And we can both admire each other and maybe try to stay in touch more. And it was just bringing up a lot of, you know, um, a lot of different feelings. Uh, but mostly that I just felt like, you know, what a gift on um the 13th year of missing my dad to get to hang out with his brother's oldest daughter the two firstborns Okay, come last story and it's not in Texas. <laughs> um this happened yesterday. So I have no one to blame but myself that my first two weeks of classes are, are really nutty um, because I'm the one that chose to still do this half marathon um, the first weekend after classes started. But uh, yesterday, um, Lily had appointments in St. Louis to meet with the thyroid cancer team. And so um, we went up Tuesday night because there was going to be some winter weather Uh, coming our way. And Southeast Missouri is notoriously not great about handling that and clearing the roads. And we wanted to make sure that we made these appointments, but they're not until the afternoon. So after we checked out of the hotel yesterday, we had about three hours uh, to kill so we went. I went over to Trader Joe's because uh, we don't have one here, and um, I really enjoy you know shopping there when I get the chance. And one of the very first things that happened, I got into the store, into the produce section. Lily had said she would love some blueberries, so I went over and was looking at the blueberries. The price was reasonable, um, but I was checking for brown ones or moldy ones, and uh, I was sliding one back and another one fell and opened and blueberries just went everywhere, bouncing and rolling all across the floor. And I just said very quietly, oh no. And I was trying to think of like, okay, am I going to have to pay for those? Um, how should I clean that up? And two different employees just came over and they're like, don't worry about it. Like as they were walking, like they could like sense all of this going on in my head. They're just like, don't worry about it. We got it. It's no problem. And I was like, I'm so sorry. That's what I get for, you know, trying to check, make sure I was getting the best package. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. This is the worst thing that happens all day. It's going to be a great day. And I was trying to get some out from under um, a little, you know, stand and they're like, nope, just go ahead, just do your shopping. We got it. They were just so cheerful about it. Um, and then all throughout the store, people who were working there just seemed like they were in great moods and being kind to each other and friendly with the customers. and it was it didn't seem like it was a big effort like it like they were just really happy. And you know, the past few months, Um, I keep trying to remind myself of all that I have to be grateful for, but, you know, it's been kind of a shit sandwich um, with the stuff with Avery and Cush and with um, the thyroids and the boss I really like is retiring after just two years of, you know, in my new position. Um, I, I just, you know, I keep trying to cheer myself up and, ugh. Um, and so, and then the news doesn't help, you know, where you're just like, oh, look at all the people killing other people and being horrible to each other. So I just took this moment to just feel like, I don't have to worry about all of that. I can just focus on this lovely, beloved community here in this St. Louis Trader Joe's. (laughs) And I I told them so at the checkout. They were the two there were two different guys who were being really kind to me and I just said, I just want you to know that it it has been so lovely to see how happy and kind and cheerful you all are. Um It just, it just really brightens my day. And they seemed like so earnestly affected by that. They're like, well, thank you. I said, it comes from my heart. (laughs) Um, And then we started talking about snow and where we were from and Bob and Lily came in to uh, collect me. And there I am talking with my, you know, two new best friends, kind of like Bill Yonka, I guess the original or not the original, the second one, our Papa, um, and so I I, was, I sort of feel recommitted to finding those good feels like you find. Um, it doesn't mean that there's not still a lot of stuff to, to get through, but they're still good. They're still good. And I just need to remind myself of that and appreciate it and um, be grateful that I live at the same time as a Faulkner scholar who would want to write poems with me as um, people who know how to coordinate care and, and treat kids with thyroid cancer and, um, and so many other things. And you taking care of Cush's cats in the midst of a move and trying to acclimate your cats. uh, And then, you know, finding one behind your fridge. So I'm very grateful to you. And I love you. Okay, so that should have you a third of the way there. And this is about 15 minutes longer than the podcast that I make for my students and uh, now I'm going to finish the rest of my morning. I'm going to do yoga, go work at the food pantry and then head into work. I hope you have a good trip. I hope everything goes fine with the Frankie handoff and uh, all the other stuff you need to do in Chicago. Have a great day.